What's up, beautiful people? This is episode number four, the most honest advice about wealth. And now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. What's up, beautiful people? Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Carla White, your host, and I am so grateful that you're here because I love it when people want to talk about money. I wish we were sitting in my living room having this conversation and we could just banter this back and forth. But you can put anything you want in the comments. You can reach me on Instagram at Hey Carla White. Um, and I would love to hear from you and your thoughts all about this podcast and any podcast or any questions you have. And this is super important, uh, learning about money, because it's a conversation we aren't getting in school. I went through public schools, private schools, business schools, and money was not talked to me in this manner. It took a lot of reading and research, going to conferences, hiring coaches for who hundreds of thousands of dollars to get this sort of knowledge. And you, I want to give it to you for free because I want to create a movement where people are starting to make some money already. People are starting to earn money, not just for the sake of buying more stuff, because we're going to get into that a little bit more, but for the sake that we have beautiful, amazing, heartwarmed, talented, creative, inspired people, a variety of people making decisions, creating the products, running our country, sitting on the boardrooms. That's what I want. I am a, the first woman to launch an iPhone app. I don't know if I let you know that already, but uh, more so because I was the first woman to the table, I was often the only woman in a lot of rooms. And the interesting thing is, is all those apps on the app store, most of them, I pretty much guess 99% of them are created by a male team. Yet most of them are being used by women. And it isn't just the app store. It's everything, all the products around the world. You're starting to see an influx of more women. And it's a beautiful thing. You're starting to see an influx of minorities. Beautiful, awesome. But we're not there yet. And that's my goal. So I'm going to go through a few really helpful tips that I got from my mentors that got me to see things differently, got me to step out of my comfort zone, got me to actually put myself out there and finally make some money. And that's what I want to do for you. And one of the first things I want to tell you, and I stated this in episode number three, and if you hadn't listened to episode three, please do. But you got to lose that stigma, that shame around money. Because if you have shame around money, you're going to silently be repelling it. So I want, I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to beat that drum this time again, (laughs) but I want you to realize that. And also here's the other thing. You're going to get shame from other people. So if you lose the shame, you're still going to get it, you know, very silently from other people. For example, when I was creating this podcast, Radical Shift, and I put 
the cover art together. I put it out on my Facebook page and I shared it with my friends and asked them for feedback. The S used to be a dollar sign because I want to talk about money and abundance. I think gratitude and abundance are synonymous. And one of the feedbacks I got from a really awesome friend of mine, she said, dump the dollar sign. You're not all about the money. And, you know, my dad said, if you assume you're the first three letters of the word. So, okay, I'm going to assume here, (laughs) knowing that I'm the first three letters of the word too. Uh, But was that because money is a bad thing to talk about? Is it, you know, why can't you be about the money? What is it about money that is so bad? Is it because there's a few bad apples that gave the whole batch a bad name? Is that it? Because I know a ton of millionaires, a lot of millionaires who are awesome. They're caring. They give me the biggest hugs. They look me deep into the eyes, in my eyes when they're talking to me. They listen intently. They laugh. They've given me such the best advice ever. They give to amazing charities. They have such a bigger purpose. They have changed so many people's lives for generations to come. So I don't think having money makes you a bad person. Anyway, that is going way off track on a subject that I cover deep in episode number three. What I want to give you here is about wanting to get the wealth more than give it away. Okay. We are a a society that loves to consume. We love shopping. How many of you guys already bought something from Amazon before you even got dressed this morning? All right. It's easy. You push a button, you buy something, it shows on your doorstep. You forgot that you bought it. You open the box. Oh, yay. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's not by accident that this, that we're all like this, that this happens. It's actually been strategic, very strategically done. So if you go back to the first industrial age, which happened right around World War I, all the mass-produced goods were used for the war efforts. But then the war ended, and we could still mass-produce goods. So what happened was we ended up with all these pots and pans and jars of jellies on the shelf that nobody was buying. Because our great grandpa and grandmas, those awesome folks, would make their own soap. They would sew their own clothes. They had the best recipe for bread that was a secret and it was handed down for generations and no, you're not going to get it. So why would I want to buy something off your shelf? Because I can make something 10 times better. And the government panicked. It didn't know what to do because nobody was buying this stuff. So they went to marketers. And they had the marketers redefine what it meant to be American. And through storytelling, they changed what it meant. It was buying the white picket house, having the two-car garage, having the Cadillac and the 2.5 kids, finding happiness in the bottom of a Coke bottle. This is what it means to be American. And in fact, when the Twin Towers fell, George Bush asked us all to go out and buy buy, 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 consume, consume, consume. And this is natural because when you walk into those shops, they're designed to give you shots of dopamine and oxytocin, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins, all these great happiness chemical cocktails that you get 
when you're walking through Target. And that's why you go into Costco and you end up more buying more than what you actually planned. It's strategically done like that. And I know I'm not giving you any revelations, but realize that. And then hold back. See if you can pull back the reins on that. And there's all different tactics to doing that. Dave Ramsey has tactics. There's all sorts of different ways to do that. And increase your knowledge about wealth, about wealth building. For example, Warren Buffett, you all know who he is, super wealthy guy. He sat down and read every book in the Omaha Public Library about wealth building before he was even 11. And then I go out and I ask my students, how many books have you read about acquiring wealth, building wealth in the past year? And I usually get from one person, one or two books. The rest are a goose egg. And you might say, well, oh my gosh, I don't want to read about the stock market, stock market and another investment book. You can read about selling. You can read about building a brand, building a product, marketing, storytelling. All of these are ways to create wealth in your life. I mean, we have these platforms that let you get in front of the whole world by a push up a button. You can get on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, and you repeat that over and over again enough times your message will get through. So how are you learning those processes? Are you learning about wealth building? Or are you spending more time giving, trying to create the happiness through spending the money? Or are you spending more time trying to create happiness through spending money? So learn about wealth. The other thing is, is that your why, what you're doing, what you're creating is, has to be to serve other people. It has to be a bigger purpose than yourself. And I know that sounds really daunting and scary, but when you think about the story I just shared about the industrial revolution, naturally we are creators. Naturally we are producers. That is our natural inclination. But then we got shifted into just consuming. And that whole production, that whole artistic side of us has been shoved down and down and down, put on a shelf. I mean, how much art class did your kids get in school? The public schools have like squelched that creativity, imagination, it's all being squelched. And so to use that, to use your imagination, to picture yourself, you to visualize outcomes and to break down the process of getting to that outcome into small chunks and tying that outcome to a bigger why. Because here's what'll happen. You'll go outside your comfort zone. You'll try new things you never tried before because we weren't taught this stuff in school. So you're going to have to try something a little different. And when you're trying it, it's going to feel awkward and you're not going to, you're not going to succeed. I'm sorry, but you're going to have failures. And because it's called a failure and the word starts with an F, and this is why I put a big F in shift is because failure has been deemed something awful, is something bad. It's like you got to give up. F means you're not good enough. School did a great job of drilling that down into our bones. <laughs> so if, if you didn't get an A, if you didn't knock it out of the park, you're not good enough. 
you should be held back. And the only failure that is out there that exists on this planet is giving up. That's the only failure. If you put your services out there, if you put an offer out there and nobody said yes, that doesn't mean that you're a failure. It means that something didn't work. Like the message wasn't clear enough. The outcome wasn't clear enough. Your offer wasn't clear enough. Something was missing there. And so if you go back and you take what you learn and change it just a little bit, pivot it just a little bit and put it out there again and again, you will hit home. You will get it. It will happen. But it's that uncomfortableness in failure and not taking that lesson you learn from failure, taking failure as a reason to give up rather than a lesson, a beautiful lesson to keep going and moving forward. So you got to tie your, your dreams, your goals into something deeper and bigger because when you trip and fumble and when things get confusing and hard, you will slip into procrastination and what you can achieve in a very reasonable amount of time, bring that target in closer. What you do is you carry on through a point you carry on through a point where most everybody else gave up and they didn't keep going. And what that does is leave you the king of the mountain, the queen of the mountain. You're the only one still standing. You're still going. And you got all that experience under your belt. And this is what separates the wheat from the chaff. Step by step, inch by inch, you just keep going, baby steps. And this is why positive thinking alone just doesn't cut it. You know, a lot of people want to think the law of attraction is this big metaphysical thing that helped people out. What it is, is you start to just notice patterns. You start to notice patterns, you notice shortcuts, and you get through it. You create the life that you want. Your mind gets absorbed by it. Your heart gets absorbed by it. You become obsessed you feel like it embodies you. And the next thing you know, you're there. And what I've seen a lot of people do at this point, when they arrive, they stop. Instead of moving that target just even further and even further, because it's a never ending process. It's a never ending game. This is the game of life to grow and grow and grow and to keep going. And you it, when it's tied to your why, when it's tied to something that is so awesome inside of you, something that you could do, like it comes second nature to you, then you're not bleeding your eyes out with pain trying to fit into a, in a mold that doesn't belong to you. I know when I was in tech for so many years and working at Microsoft or these other tech jobs, I felt like such a weirdo in those jobs because everybody seemed to be so prim and proper and nice. And I was a little bit out there and weird. <laughs> and I felt like a square peg in a round hole. Well, what it was is I was just not in the right position. I wasn't in a place where I could express my creativity. And you got to be somewhere where you can express your creativity. And so often in our society, we leave it for the evenings and the weekends. And also, creativity that comes so easily to us. We can't imagine that somebody would pay us for it because we live with it every single day and we haven't like gone through so much torture to get it. It wasn't painful to get it. It's just second nature. 
And we are in this society where we believe that if it isn't painful, then it's not worth any money. What you have is a gift. Realize that. And you have to get out of your own way. Start studying the books that will allow you to share that gift to the world. Learn how to create it into an asset and market it and share it to the world. And then start selling it. And I think I'm going to have to do another podcast just on the art of selling because money selling two words that uh, everybody kind of gets a little bit weird about. So I'm going to clear up what selling is all about in our next episode of Radical Shift. All right, friends, I want to hear from you. Please go over to the Apple podcast, look for Radical Shift, go to this podcast, please leave a rating and a review. And also let me know what your gift is. I would love to hear about it. What comes to you so easily, but you can't believe that anybody would pay you for it. What is that you want to create in this world? What do you want to produce? It can be anything. I'd love to hear from you. Also, if you have a question for me, leave it in the comments. And if you want me to give you a shout out, then leave your Instagram handle. I will tag you on Instagram and I will also give you a shout out on the podcast. Thank you so much. Until next time, keep being awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the Gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.